Welcome to The Lifted Podcast. I'm your host, Helen Denham. I'm a confidence mentor for women, and this is a place for us to talk about what we're doing every day to raise our vibration and understand ourselves more deeply as energetic beings and co-creators. My intention is to help you clear out any mental or spiritual blocks that are keeping you from leading the most happy, fulfilling, successful life that you could possibly lead. This podcast is about activating our highest potential, healing in mind, body, and spirit, and above all, holding space for our humanity as we explore the depths of what it means to be human. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode. How are we feeling today? We've just entered uh, Mercury retrograde. We love to see it. <laughs> Closing out a year with a little bit of a kerfuffle in the cosmos. But I have learned over time not to fear Mercury retrograde at all and, and instead look forward to the patterns that it might bring back to light that we haven't worked through yet. I'm really seeing this in my own deep dive into my healing journey recently. I've been in this kind of cocoon of revisiting inner child healing, reparenting work, and you know what some people would refer to as parts work, parts of self that have fragmented that are being called back to self. And I've actually been revisiting uh, the To Be Magnetic program. I first went through this program uh, in 2020, right when uh, COVID hit, and it's so interesting to revisit it. You know three, four years later and notice what has shifted and how I approach the work so differently. I really love experimenting with different approaches to the healing work with multiple different lenses, whether it's through working with my own mentor or entering therapy for a few cycles or whatever it is, because I think having multiple perspectives and ways to access love and self-worth in yourself the more pathways it feels like the better right because the subconscious needs this level of repetition and sometimes it takes not only repetition but a new kind of key to unlock a part of self so i'm always open and ready to receive new keys to unlock different levels uh, because what happens in this beautiful cyclical work that we're doing is we reach a point of healing where perhaps we plateau in a way, you know, everything's chill, everything's fine, but of course life will send us another round of lessons so that we can integrate into the next level of self-worth and empowerment and get closer to our highest expression of self. And that's why this is an ongoing practice. And it's amazing because when we think we're done, there's just always more integration to happen and more love to be found. And yeah, so that's what I'll say. That's where I am on my healing journey. I'm revisiting one of those older keys and noticing how it's shifting my vibration again. And I think as you're listening, you know, this is a great time to perhaps revisit books that you've read that have changed your life and see how reading them now might feel really different for you or what insights you might glean the second time or third time around. So that's all to say that Mercury retrograde brings back lessons to be revisited and old patterns to be revisited and have us acknowledge how we're changing as sweet little humans. So you guys, this Sunday, the 17th, I'm hosting our end of the year workshop. It's going to be an intimate, beautiful group of us. I'm going to take you through a quantum healing visualization journey to really get clear on the path forward. We're going to be doing some goal and intention setting together. I'm going to take you through an EFT emotional freedom technique practice to really transmute any of that old stagnant energy 
And we're just going to start this new chapter off with so much optimism, so much beauty, so much abundance. And I can't wait to see you in there. I've been really looking forward to coming together in community and sisterhood together. So link is in the description below for that this Sunday. Okay, and of course, you know by the title, but our main focus today is really talking about how to unblock our potential as we cross this threshold into 2024. And I really love like the momentum that builds toward the end of the year because again, we can we can unlock that stagnancy and that plateau feeling with a little momentum, right? And a little push and some fire under our seat. So it's a great time to just embrace this and lean in. Um, I, I have a buddy I always talk to about, you know, end of the year setting intentions. And sometimes she gets, uh, she gets really uncomfortable. She's like, why do we always have to be pushing and setting goals and like clarifying and resetting? Like, can't I just live my life? And I think that was really necessary for me to hear and for all of us to hear that, first of all, we don't need to be changing and up-leveling all the time to be enough. I think this is more of a reflection point to say, am I happy? Am I satisfied? Am I in my worth and in my power? And that doesn't necessarily mean making these huge, massive changes and up-leveling and upgrading and doing all these crazy things. Like you can live the same day in and out all you want, doing whatever you want. Your life is yours to design. The only question we're really asking ourselves is, am I at peace here? Am I satisfied with the life that I've built? And if not, what tweaks can we make? And it seems to be that there's always some kind of tweaking to be made and adjustment to be made so that we feel more in our heart space and we're in a more open and receptive state, basically, to be open to more blessings, right? So before I dive into our kind of five points, I I posted this on my story last night, Judy Dench reciting a William Shakespeare sonnet, Sonnet 29. It's called When in Disgrace with Fortune and Men's Eyes. And I've revisited this sonnet a few times since listening to it. And it's so potent. And I wanted to read it to you all as well and maybe listen to it a couple times because when we hear Shakespeare at first, it's almost like reading, like I I really think of it kind of like a religious text. Sometimes it's almost like reading like the King Lear's Bible, like this really old English that can be hard to understand, kind of like a different language. However, listen to it from kind of a modern standpoint as well, because the more I listen to it and read it, the more obvious the message is. This is about a return to love. This is a short sonnet about feeling out of sorts with yourself, comparing yourself to others, and then coming back to that realization that all is well, um, and coming back to that loving state. And this is what's so beautiful about Shakespeare is that he transcends time. You know, it's, it's these human emotions and Rumi captured this as well, but human emotions that are always within us through all ages. And, you know, he was doing the work in like the 1400s. It's so beautiful. So here it is. When in disgrace with fortune and men's eyes, I all alone beweep my outcast state and trouble deaf heaven with my bootless cries and look upon myself and curse my fate wishing me like to one more rich in hope, featured like him, like him with friends possessed, desiring this man's art and that man's scope, with what I most enjoy contented least. Yet in these thoughts myself almost despising, happily I think on thee. 
and then my state, like to the lark at break of day arising from sullen earth, sings hymns at heaven's gate. For thy sweet love remembered such wealth brings, that then I scorn to change my state with kings. I love that. And now I'm in the zone of wanting to read and research more Shakespeare, right? Like it stirs something within you. (laughs) Okay, so in alignment with unblocking our potential here, let's just turn to the first point here, which is self-forgiveness, which we just kind of touched on, but not pushing and pressuring yourself to up-level all the time because you think you have to. So forgiving yourself for not being the picture-perfect version of yourself that you think you should be, which has been programmed into you from social media, for example, it's just too much pressure. So not only forgiving yourself for not meeting the standards you think you should, but forgiving yourself for being hard on yourself in the first place. And set the intention to move forward with a focused intensity, absolutely, and that clarity. But first and foremost, grounded compassion. Coming from that place of non-judgment and just setting the intention to expand into more abundance. Not as a form of punishment and not enoughness, but just the opposite of, okay, universe, how good does it get? Show me how good it gets, you know? Yeah. Second part to unblocking our potential here is auditing your day to day. So really noticing in what ways you might be wasting or denying your precious energy. You know, we have 10 hours in the day, let's just say, and depending on how we use that time, we have very different results. There are going to be some seasons where we need a lot more rest. I think we're in one of those seasons right now where it's beautiful to slow down, but noticing where you might be denying your potential because you're afraid of taking a new step or you're feeling a block or some resistance um, around moving the needle forward. And this is where that deep parts work comes in. So noticing why you might have resistance to embodying your potential and spending your days a little bit differently. Um, noticing what habits are stacking for you and where you can tweak those little habits. Like it might just be noticing, oh, I actually do have 10 minutes that I could spend in the morning reading uh, a newspaper that I love or reading a book that I love. And maybe I could spend 15 minutes taking a walk around the block. Um, Maybe I could wind down in the evening with like some classical music or whatever's going to like heal you that you know feels really good. Like noticing where you can create space for that so that your day is primed to help you you know, move into the version of yourself that you know you could be in, that you want to be. And it can be really simple. It doesn't have to be so crazy. So just doing a day audit. I actually did this when I was working on eating healthier. I audited all of my meals for like a week and I was shocked to find that I was actually eating a lot of pretty unhealthy things. And in that just awareness of like, oh my gosh, this is what my habits really look like when I'm getting super real. It allowed me to change because I had a reality check. So in the same way, it's a great time to sit down and notice audit your week. Like what do you do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? like throughout the day. And I think you'll notice that we all have pathways and patterns and just notice where you might like to shift some of those to be more expansive. Third part here is kind of what I just said is using your body as a vessel for change. When your health is closer to that peak performance, 
first of all, your brain is working faster. You can process better. I really notice this honestly with podcasting you guys. Like I notice if I've had like a little wine the night before, or I haven't eaten or slept well, um, the day before my brain is not as sharp as it should be when, or could be when I come on the podcast, like it's harder to think clearer, um, et cetera. So, you know, brain health, I think we underestimate sometimes cause we don't really, we're like, Oh, well it's just thinking, right. But like the sharpness of how you think the energy that you have, the momentum that you have, like stay on the brain health. I've actually been taking a supplement called Ginkgo, which I saw one of my favorite brain doctors recommend on a podcast recently that promotes circulation in the brain. So Ginkgo is this really natural herbal supplement. I'll let you know how that goes, but cinnamon, adding cinnamon to your coffee, uh, can also boost the circulation in your brain and in your blood. We really want to keep the circulation going up with the brain, which is why all of these healthy habits are so important, but that's for another story perhaps. Um, so yeah, Again, when your health is closer to that peak performance, not only is your brain working faster, your mood is better. Your emotional state is more even keeled. Your confidence is higher and you simply just have more energy. Uh, so eat those whole foods, hydrate, move your body, prime your home so that you're reaching toward those healthier things and those whole foods just naturally. Like notice, you know, where you can kind of hack your meal so that it's really easy, you know, that you're, so you're eating whole foods and, and water is part of your routine and your ritual as well. That's really helped me at least to just, I know, like I set the intention. I'm like, I'm just going to eat a whole foods diet like all week. And then usually on Saturday, I just let myself do whatever I want, you know, without watching it too meticulously. Um, but yeah, that's just worked for me in the past. It really keeps me on a good rhythm. And I find that on that Saturday when I'm like, oh, just eat whatever you want. I actually still want to eat those whole healthy foods. So yeah, the health journey is certainly a journey. <laughs> okay. Fourth phase here is building a system of support around you. So joining a community that enhance your hobbies and your passions that really light you up. They don't have to be about advancing your spirituality or advancing your career or anything like, you know, join a knitting circle, join a book club, whatever. But community is so essential to feeling supported and feeling like we're not going to fall alone, you know, um, and beyond community and that, and that form, finding a therapist or a mentor or a coach to hold you accountable. Um, for those of you who have been wanting to work together, by the way, I'm going to open my calendar for mentorship here in the next couple of weeks. You can keep an eye on that, but open up to people about how you're feeling and really find people that you can lean on and that will check in with you on a very regular basis because ultimately emotions are energy in motion and they need to get moved around to be purged and alchemized. So keep those emotions and energy moving so it doesn't build up and you don't get this buildup in your energy field and in your body as dis-ease. And community and support is an essential part of this. We need each other. And to deny that and to move into this kind of like very American stoicism and self-reliance, I think is detrimental. And we're seeing this unfold. We have a country as Americans right now that's so unhealthy. And I think that's truly because we are missing the community aspect. So go out of your way to find that support. That's my recommendation and, and uh, reflection on what's really helped me, especially recently. And then finally, revisit your intentions on a daily basis. So you stay on the path. You know, it's so easy and so simple. It's like, if we don't know where we're going, we just get lost and we can end up kind of 
anywhere. So keeping that clarity in check and really revisiting what your intention is, even on a day-to-day basis, you know, before your feet touch the ground in the morning, stating your intention, really focusing on how you want to feel. Do you want to feel productive and vibrant? Do you want to feel peaceful and grounded? How do you want to feel? And then what actions um, or states can you get into that are going to deliver that feeling for you? Um, so you can do this also just through journaling about it, making a vision board with action items on it that you set as your, you know, desktop background, talk to yourself, coach yourself to remain optimistic, but having that intention be really strong, um, is the guiding North star for everything I find. Okay, my darlings, thank you so much for tuning in. I love you so much. If you feel like a friend might benefit from this, share this episode to your stories and let me know what your takeaways are. And hopefully I will see you in our end of the year workshop. It's called the final act this Sunday together. Okay, bye for now.